Welcome back to Two Girls Podcast. Should we have a different intro? Or are they getting bored with the welcome back? I don't know. Can you guys tell us if you're getting bored of hearing welcome back? Well, welcome back. Oh, or hi. No. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, no, welcome back to Two Girls Podcast. Yeah, okay, how about you guys let us know which one of those you enjoyed the best? <laughs> My welcome back, Erica's welcome back, or Erica's hello. <laughs> simple, simple. No, I'm just gonna pass. Oh my god! I'm just gonna <laughs> I stumbled through speaking. I'm buffering. Okay, so today we're gonna talk about something fun, something a lot of people talk about nowadays. Yay. I feel like. I mean, not that all our topics isn't. Uh, I mean, all of our applicable. topics are juicy and fun. Yeah. But this one is like it's more casual. Definitely, it's not as deep. Exactly. So if you couldn't tell by the title, it's going to be on personality tests. So we're going to kind of go over our results of the different personality quizzes that are out there. So the ones we're going to cover is obviously Myers-Briggs, most common. Yes. And then Enneagram. And then there's this app called Dimensional. I don't know if you know about it, but it's just like just another one of those personality quizzes and identifiers. It is like the longest personality (laughs) test to ever possibly exist. Like you, if you want to sit sit down and get it done in one go, it will probably take you like a good hour or two. Honestly. Yeah, to just get through everything. Yeah, and I did that because I was so bored this one day, and now this app feels like it knows everything about me. But it's fun. Yeah, Erica's obsessed with the app at the time, but sometimes I check back on it because it'll give you a new thing that it'll. It's or, like a new set of traits. Yeah. Kind of, or like a new list. It'll be like, oh my gosh, I got a new one. Traits or things you look for in love or something i don't know random things like that yeah for example be like what you crush on the things you hate talking about your obstacles to happiness your hell whatever it is it kind of gives you a new one sometimes if you've had it long enough which is cool it's just like fun you know what this app might say that it knows you about do you want to talk about one of the dimensionals oh yeah well i would just get into dimensional then the most obscure one that people might not know about okay so let's look at the your obstacles to happiness one this is one that's new i think oh is it i don't know i haven't seen it before this is accurate for me. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. All right. Do you want to read yours out? Okay. So my obstacles to happiness, this app says, is number one, being ungrounded from what is firm and stable. Think about it. That's so accurate. Oh, yeah. Actually, that right? checks out. What's your number one? My number one is always thinking about your next goal instead of being content with existing success. Is that true? I think it, uh, I don't know. I think uh, it's like partially true, but at the same time, usually like once I hit that success, I'm like, I chill for a little bit and then I'm like, okay. I think it's... It's not that you're not content. I would take that out. Yeah. I I would say I am. Like, it's because I usually know, like, what my goals are already. Yeah. Because I think I kind of form my goals long term. Like, at least five years ahead. Exactly. And and I just think that you are more of an ambitious person so once you reach that goal like you said you do you live in it yeah and then you just kind of think okay what's next yeah pretty much i like to be fair though i don't have a lot of goals but so like i i don't know i i feel like you have markers I, yeah right i can see that and you're like let's say like five-year plan mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's true number two for me is forgetting to recharge your social battery oh my god that is 100 <laughs> it's crazy yeah 
I need my rest. You really do. But I've gotten the rest. Yeah, now. Now, after having, what, like two and a half weeks, which I have because I'm starting a new job. So I had a little bit of a break in between, which honestly I needed. For sure. What's your number two? Worrying about what people think of you. Do you? I don't think so. I think like only, actually, no, not really. Maybe like the people closest to me, aka like maybe only a handful of people. If I like did something, then I'm like, oh, do they view me this way? Or in like my family or like my relationship. But otherwise, I think I don't really care. Right? Yeah, I think I'm, see, my thing is this app, I don't think it's like ever, it's so spot on for you, but I don't think it's like ever really 100% for me. Which we'll get into about, I'm sorry if you heard like a little bit of a loud thump there. I, I slammed the floor. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did. I'm really excited about this topic. But yeah, wait, what was your number two? Worrying about what people think of me. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think you've ever addressed or brought up a concern of that. Yeah, I agree. What's your number three? Number three for me is unrealistic expectations for what life could be. <laughs> Dude, what is this? So spot on. <laughs> uh, I do love to daydream. I really do. Yeah. What if I move to LA and become an influencer? <laughs> no, what did I say today? Oh, what if I had like superpowers? Oh, yeah. I was like, girl, what? Are yeah. You- what? I was like talking about like something I, I wanted. If she had superpowers and the government took her away. and then No, she not even that. It, it started out with me wanting some Girl Scout cookies that I saw on my dresser. And then in that moment, I was like, dang, I really wish I had the power of telepathy, but I think I'm just exposing myself and that I'm lazy. <laughs> and I'm like, like, you know, straining for the cookies to come to me. Yeah. And then I then jumped into, oh my gosh, if it did, I'm either, I have powers. Or there's a ghost. Or there's a ghost that's like messing with me. Mm-hmm. And then I went into, oh my gosh, if I had powers, what would you do? And then I went into, oh my gosh, I thought of a time. <laughs> if I'm like in a situation and like a building collapses on a friend of mine, but I stop it with my powers. Oh my God. And then I'm like, like, would you be able to keep my secret or would you turn me into the government? <laughs> well, I wouldn't turn you into the government. Well, one, I don't even know how to do that. Do I call a 911 to be like, yo, my friend has superpowers. Come check her out. Like, dude, CSI. No. Who, who are they? CSA. CSI. No. The C- CIA. C- oh, yeah. What did I say? <laughs> you said, first you said CSI. Then you said CSA, which is like Chinese Student Association. <laughs> Funny. What is it? CIA. Oh, CIA. Um, they're all lettered, you know. Mm, you're so right. <laughs> they all start with C. <laughs> I digress. What's your number three? My number three is derailing when your life plan takes a detour. Do you? See, I don't know because my life plan hasn't taken a detour. <laughs> so I, don't I know. feel like you might go like through spirals at times, but you get out of it. Yeah, I, I would just make a new plan. I think. Yeah. yeah I think I would just be like stressed for a little bit, but then I'll be like, okay. Let me figure this out. But you don't derail. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> this app thinks you're a mess. Dude, I, we can get into it in like yeah. after we finish. What's your last one? It's the most accurate of all accuracies. Okay. For people pleasing. Oh my God. <laughs> yep. Anyways. Dude, how does this app know you so well? Okay, here's... No, actually, you go into your number four and then we'll like dive into this. Okay, my number four is being too hard on myself. Okay, I agree to that. Yeah, I can see it. Okay. I think I am like that. Which leads me into such... That's such a good segue into what I want to say. These personality tests, even though we joke like mine was so accurate or whatever, like they're so generalized, you know? Oh, for sure. And like... The last one for you. What was it again? Being too hard on myself. Everyone's so hard on themselves. You know what I mean? Like, if I had that on my list, we would have been like, yeah, yeah, that's so true. 
Yeah, I mean, not everyone, but I think for the most part, like these personality tests are just generic statements or blanket statements that most people can relate to. Yeah, but it's funny because some people, and like, honestly, if I think about it, a large majority, or I would say, Mm -hmm. especially our generation, heavily relies on these personality tests or like a good example is <laughs> zodiacs oh yeah like when they're just like oh my gosh she's such a scorpio i literally i don't understand zodiacs at all or like ast- yeah astrology because wait is it astronomy astrology astrology yeah i was like astrology astronomy no astrology astronomy is real yeah astrology yeah. is not <laughs> i know it's like the name was so similar i was like wait which one is it yeah but yeah i i just don't get it they're like oh my god the way the moon is moving and like the way the position of the sun is like affecting me and my mood today i'm like no 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 there are sometimes like there's like a oh man i forgot what it was called it's like moon something i don't even know star or something but there's a horoscope app mm-hmm. and it's just like i remember i had this one friend that's just like that would be like oh my gosh i'm such a i'm such a funk today and then she checks her app she's like oh it's because my moon is rise i don't I even used know to, i'm pretty sure i used to use that app because but not because i believed in it i just it would just give you like random sayings or like it's like quote-unquote deep wisdom i guess uh-huh. and i was like oh my god that's so that's so deep that's so true it's like when you read those things because they're so generic there's a way for you like you read it and then you try to apply it to your own life and Mm -hmm. you're like that's why you're like oh it relates to me this is describing me and my situation so well like how does it know right but it doesn't it's just saying random yeah things anything could honestly be applicable to you if you just like find some circumstance in your life which everyone honestly like life isn't i don't want to say there's nothing new in life is what i'm trying to say i guess Mm, yeah right like there's nothing that's unique i would say it's nothing is like purely unique to just you but exactly there's things that are new to your life and your experiences thank you allison but yeah like i remember i always use this example because i think it's the funniest thing ever but the same friend when she went on uh, a date with this guy mm-hmm. and then she was just like she came back and she was basically saying like i mean it was fine and all but like i had a text him being like hey you crossed some boundaries da, 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 da. and she sent me the screenshots and I, at one point i just started died laughing because mm-hmm. she was just like i understand i just i want to give you another chance because like i think you're a great guy you're also a gemini so i know like you might come off sometimes like this but like i understand that you're overall a good person and oh in my God. head i was just like i cannot believe that you said that <laughs> you know it's so silly no offense to anyone that actually believes in astrology i just don't personally get it but also i don't fully subscribe to any of these personality tests honestly my theory to like these personality tests and quizzes and why people heavily identify with them is number one it does help or it does allow you to get to know yourself better you know in some regard it can or better i guess like put into words maybe some areas of yourself that you always knew but you never knew how to contextualize yeah or I think it they just make you think about things that you probably wouldn't have processed or verbalized a right. lot about yourself, right? Because because it's putting it all out there on paper for you being like, this is how you are in the workplace. And like, this is how you are with your friends and with your family or mm-hmm. in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like seeing all of that laid out is, I guess, different. Because it's not something we're actively thinking about every day. So in that sense... I feel like it helps give a label or like a general sense of understanding exactly. about yourself. I mean, and you mentioned it too, like where 
what type of person you are in relationships or in a workplace. Like, that's why some jobs require you to take the MBTI exam. Oh, I've heard about that, but I heard it's more for, like, them to just understand your work style, not because, like... No, that's what I mean. Like, it can... Job determine... Like, you need a certain personality type to do well in the job. Because it's, it's, like, also not true. Like, there might be, like, I don't know, INFPs that are good at some job, but they're, they only require ESTJs or something, you know? Yeah. And also, like, just, like, how when we were going over what this app says is our obstacles to happiness and yours was, like, majority of them were in- incorrect or you honestly... They're, like, 50-50. Yeah. The, when you take the test, you have to really just mindlessly take it, like, not think too much about it. And also, especially if you have to take it for something, like, if you want a certain outcome, you know how to answer the questions, too. So there's that. Like, there's so many... What's the word? Variables? Yeah. Variables. There's so many variables that will distort your result. That's true. It's... See, for me, I think it's not accurate when I take these tests because I always think about it. I'm like, well, it depends on context because the statement they give you is so general. And I'm like, I'd say generally I'm like this, but I also know generally if this other situation comes up, I would definitely react a different way. Exactly. Like, there's no black and white way. Or I'm not like gonna be 100% consistent in every single situation when there when there are so many things at play yeah, in and each situation. I know a lot of people that think like you when they take it, so that's why they're just like, I don't know. Like, and that, like if I take it with them and I'm done like five minutes before them, I'm like, what is taking you so long? And it's because they're thinking like that. Yeah. Whereas like, it's just asking or the way that I believe that you should take it is just like, again, like just what would be your natural instinct to pick because that that's what it's kind of basing it off, you know, not yeah. like different contexts or situations or circumstances because obviously those will be very specific case to case. But like it, that's why they, these tests, they're fun, but I don't think they're anything more than that. But I would have to say like in the past, I, I think I used it more mm. in terms of explaining like your personality or exactly. like who you are. Exactly. I, I think it can be an easier way or it's a good way for people to get like a crash course on you when you first meet you can be like oh like what are you like what's your mbti and you're like oh i'm an esfj or something and they're like oh you're an e and i'm like yeah like blah 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 or mm-hmm. they're like oh you're like more of a feeler than a thinker like mm-hmm. at a high level it helps them understand you yeah but it's not like a definitive list of traits about you and right. it's not gonna be like a perfect description of you either right another good example is like for enneagrams mm-hmm. before when i took it last year i was a two and near the end of that year i was a seven and mm-hmm. then today i'm a four so it, it's not like a pie what what is it the yeah, results it's like a pie chart out of nine types that you can be for those that know enneagram results and how they look like you'll know what i'm talking about but hopefully if you don't i hope you're following along with me but yeah it's a pie it's sectioned into nine parts and then the parts that you identify most as it'll like that pie section will be larger if you look at the one that i just took now and the one that i took just i don't even know last year each section is opposite it's flipped i mean i think the thing is though like these the results are going to change as we change because the way we answer the questions are going to vary right depending on where we are in life and exactly how we are developing as people so i'd say like for the mo- for the most 
most part because people tend to be pretty consistent unless they're like going through things in life that are changing them right like say someone's just going through like everyday life from day to day I would say their personality is going to stay the same mm-hmm. but if they go through like life-changing events or like perspective changing things mm-hmm. then that's where those changes are going to happen in those results exactly which is why it's dangerous to identify as your result because of that yeah in a sense because like I could have if let's say for example the Enneagram result and I was very I don't know passionate about it mm-hmm. I'd be like I'm a two I'm a two and I just chucked him a four and I'd probably I don't know who knows but what if I went through like a who am I what happened what changed I feel like people that are like that don't retake it oh really at least from my understanding because like why they're like so stuck on the idea of being one type that there's like why would I take it again when I know I'm this way but also that's that's dangerous because it's like when you think that way you're almost like typecast yourself as that and because you know that that's your result you think that that's who you are and that's how you should be which then I feel like intercedes with the person you could grow into be because you're so stuck on the fact that oh well now I'm switching to MBTI like oh it says that I'm an extrovert but I don't know but I should be more with people you know what I mean yes I think you tend to be you tend to be more of what you like if you label yourself as something you tend to put more weight on that and be that I like I understand what you're saying I think I agree to a certain extent I think yeah obviously like if you keep labeling yourself pigeonholing yourself to whatever label then yeah you're gonna just because you think you need to act that way or that's how you are like I guess naturally that's how your reactions are gonna come out but at the same time even if you think that way like and you're not actually like that who you are is gonna is just gonna come out that's true but I'm saying like then people might be like oh my gosh who am I I feel like I'm more of this but it says that I'm this. I don't know. I'm like just thinking of different perspectives that people may have when it comes to these types of tests. And if they, I don't know, like I said before, are passionate about it. I think at the end of the day, these tests can tell you whatever you want them to tell you, but only you are going to know yourself and the people around you are going to know you. Yeah, I think it helps you get to know yourself, like I said earlier, but for a good example, the fact that I got a four today, I kind of read the description of a four and I was just like, "Mm, that makes sense because I'm kind of going through a ring now. Like Mm -hmm. I'm still like processing stuff. Like I kind of talked about it in um, the episode that, episode six I'll be coming out and talking about like where we are right now in our life mm-hmm. and I was just going through a funk and a lot of I think learning about myself which I feel like you do a lot of especially in your 20s like figuring yourself out as you enter different uh, situations and yeah so that makes sense but my my whole point is I think that people like to identify as their result or something like that because it it also I don't know this is speaking from my personal perspective on it because I used to identify more with it or like put more emphasis on it okay because I thought this was my identity kind Mm. of thing so like if I wanted to get to know myself better I would take more tests I would try to read more into it and like what it has to say about me because in that time I thought that that was a better way of like figuring myself out but eventually I realized like that no like I just had to do life I mean I don't it can help can help but I don't know I mean I personally haven't met anyone who is so invested in them like in these tests and like only identifies themselves through these labels not only identify themselves but I think I met a good handful of people that use it a lot to describe themselves yeah I feel like I mean 
it's pretty common. Like in Korea, they do it a lot. Mm, too. Yeah. And like with blood types and stuff. Oh my gosh. Wait, Korea is big on MBTI right now. I know they've been. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I also, mm, I was going to make a statement, but I don't know if it's kind of problematic. No, you can say we could cut it out if it's not. I was going to say, like, Korea tends to... Like, they're, the social culture is very much labels and putting people in boxes of, like, this is right and wrong. I don't think that's problematic. I think that's very accurate. Yeah, but I don't want to make a blanket statement about a culture. Oh, I see your I point. I guess. But I don't know. I, we can keep... I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, I don't know. In general... Actually, I don't know where I was going with that. I guess to kind of jump off of what you just said, not so much about Korea, but these labels and such like even saying like you're oh I'm an extrovert or I'm an introvert it's hard to identify as only one because like yeah sure you may naturally be a bit more extroverted but that doesn't mean that that's you're just an extrovert like you may have introvert tendencies or because remember there was that time I was just like I think I'm an introvert Allison when I started to like be more reclusive and then you're just like no you're no that's because I know how you were thinking about it no but like (laughs) I mean, I think we can say that and being like, oh, it's easy. I mean, I guess this is kind of going against everything else we were talking about throughout this podcast so far, but I think it's easy for us to say like, oh, it's we shouldn't just be like, I'm an extrovert or I'm an introvert because we can have tendencies in both. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the majority of people, at least for extrovert, introvert, if they know that like people are either very clearly, I'm an extrovert, I'm an introvert, or I'm a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. And, like, people that I've met that are, like, I'm an introvert, like, of course, like, like 99 out of 100 times their personality and their tendencies lean into the introvert way. But just because, like, there's the one time doesn't mean, like, <laughs> oh, I have both tendencies, you know? Yeah. Like, everyone is going to have, like, an off day, like, a day where they're not exactly the same or, like, where they prefer something else. Yeah. Right? But it's, like, it's supposed to be, like, more of a general thing, which is why, like, again, like, that's my whole point about all of these tests. It's, like, it's all general and it's all generic. I like that word. I think it's generic. They are. Oh my god. No, you know what I wanted to bring up in this podcast? What? So you know how your um your partner, um, he is always talking about like the I am statements and whatever. <laughs> Can you explain it? Because I think that I was listening to you talk this entire time and I was like, everything you are saying is perfectly echoing what this boy thinks. <laughs> No. It's exactly, I mean, like, you're, I mean, the entire point of your thing. Okay, okay, let me explain. So, (laughs) what Erica's man says is that people shouldn't use I am statements when describing themselves. Not that they, not that they shouldn't. I roly-polied away from the mic. That's why I sound a little more distant. But, um. No, that's exactly what you said, I thought. Okay, no, you explain it. I just don't want to put words in his mouth, which is why I don't feel most comfortable explaining his perspective on it. I feel like everything that I said so far, yeah, I feel like we talked, him and I have talked about this before, which has helped shape my perspective on it now. But I think it's also with what I've been going through, these also are my end conclusions. Not end conclusions because it's going to change. But do you mean that about personality tests in general or about like blanket statements about a person and their personality too? I mean, but I feel like that's what these personality tests are. Well, I, okay, okay. I think taking a personality test and reading like from a random website saying, you are a loyal friend and you like sometimes need to spend time by yourself because you get burnt out socially or something like that is different than like 
you knowing yourself and saying, I am an introvert. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I don't want to speak on what he might view of it. I think I have an understanding, but it might not, it might not be the full. Sounds like he needs to come on the podcast and talk about it. <laughs> and I would love to have a conversation about it because every time Erica brings it up, it gets on my nerves so bad. I hope you're listening to this. I hope you're listening. His friends might be listening. I hope you guys are listening too. <laughs> I hope I spark some fun debates between you guys. <laughs> but they already probably know this about him. Yeah, or else, or, or we might just end up sounding goofy. I mean, if not, then they can have a conversation about it now. Okay. But, well, I the reason why I have this perspective now it's like it's not only with him but surprisingly this past month this topic kind of came up a lot with different people in my life which is why I was like thinking about it more which is why when we also were talking about oh what topic should we do next I I was thinking about this or was that at the front part of my mind okay yeah my question is like do you not like the I am statement I understand his perspective which I guess people will just have to wait and see no I'm not asking no 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 no. but 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 but, but, you but 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 I don't think that there's anything wrong with I am statements because to my perspective on that it's just like you mentioned I am statements are just the understanding that you have of yourself at that moment but I'm not using that as if that's my definitive end all be all this is who I am and not it's not going to change from that point on like I'm human it's going to fluctuate it's going to change it's going to grow it might be one today and like given a few months it'll be different I think okay so okay okay I have a couple points to this okay so number one I'll bring it back to the personality thing but number one back to this like the technical like language of all of this right <laughs> like I can be say I'm like I am honest right mm-hmm. and then let's say like the opposite from my understanding of your boyfriend's perspective on this right mm-hmm. I could be wrong but he would prefer in my mind in my understanding he would prefer <laughs> if I said I can be honest or I tend to be honest is that right to my understanding mayhaps okay I really don't want to put words in his mouth but I th- think okay just from our understanding in our guess okay of his thing i don't i was gonna say his name but if you're listening please i want to have a conversation about this because it drives me crazy bro every time erica bring it up <laughs> but anyway so i tend to be okay but it's or like i can be honest right okay so but anyone can be honest that's not like describing me then isn't it isn't that just as general or like just as like it's like too that's like too general now what do you mean like me saying like i am honest is like a descriptive thing for you to understand me uh-huh. and me saying i can be honest well anyone can be honest now isn't it too generic it's like anyone can be like blank trait anyone can blank you know mm-hmm. i think i'll just ask if you can come on and talk about this okay and there'll be a part two to this conversation okay okay Okay, my other point was, Mm -hmm. so we were talking about, like, if people are, like, describing themselves, right, outside of these personality tests, like, describing traits that they know themselves to be as being, like, I am this, right? What if, like, they're, like, I am an Enneagram type 2? Okay. Then what would you say? Wait, can you repeat that? So, like, we're, like, the way you and I are talking now, from our individual perspectives, is we're, like, it's okay if we say, like, I am an extrovert, or, like, I am a quiet person, or I am talkative, or something like that, right? Right. Is it okay, then, if we say, like, the way I know myself to be is I'm, like, I am an Enneagram type 5, or something like that? Mm -hmm. Or do you find a problem with that because they're, like, agreeing too much to a general statement? Um, I guess I'm just gonna modify the things that I said earlier. I don't see it as a problem problem 
I see it as a problem when they when I feel like they're too fixated on it. Like I've definitely heard, like personally heard people say like, oh, like I don't understand why I'm like this. I'm like a type two, like I shouldn't be this way. I, I've genuine, oh, I, okay. I'm saying, I'm just using some type as an example, mm -hmm. but like, yeah, let's say type two. In my head, I'm like, that's problematic. Cause I'm like, you, you're a person, you're not oh, a number. okay, I see. Which is actually a phrase that he has said to me before. <laughs> Allison rolled her eyes again. But no, because I remember my Enneagram changed. I was like, my Enneagram changed. I'm not a type two. I'm a type seven. But yeah. blah, 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 blah. And he's just like, you're you're not you're not a number. You're Erica. And I'm like, I'm Erica with a more <laughs> description. <laughs> I don't know. And it's like, it's, it's all for jokes and stuff. But the reason why I also even brought up the extrovert introvert thing was because that's something I heard someone say literally last month. So it, it was some conversation. Uh -huh. But it was just basically the describing the other person to be like, or asking this person like, oh, are you more introverted? Like, do you not like big groups? And he's just like, oh, I have a problem. Or not a problem, but like, oh, I don't really like the extroverted, introverted, introverted labels because it's like, I feel like you can't really identify as one or the other like to say that I am this or I am the other kind of thing. And this wasn't your boyfriend? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Oh my goodness. This, no, I'm just <laughs> This podcast is just letting it all blast. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> um, no, it wasn't him. I honestly was shocked too because I was just like, oh, he has the same. No, I'm kidding. Interesting. Maybe he's like, I feel like the people that are more likely to say that are the people that are ambiverts and are both. Because I feel like, at least in my personal experience, every single person that I've met that is like truly an introvert, and when they take the Enneagram, or like not Enneagram, when they take the MBTI, they're like 80-20 introvert. They're like, I'm definitely an introvert or oh, yeah. something like that, right? And then mine or, was yeah, like... Like yours is like 93-7 for extrovert, right? Like people like that are like, I'm an extrovert or I'm an introvert. And they say that confidently, right? Right. But for people like me and like people that I'm friends with or whoever, right? They're like 50-50-ish. Like I'm 53-47 extrovert introvert. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it changes back and forth. Every time I've taken the personality test in the last year, it's changed between E and I mm. because everything is 50-50. So for me, that's why I can't be like, oh, I think I'm an extrovert or an introvert. Or I'll, be, I'll say like, I think I'm an introverted extrovert. Or I'll just be like, I'm an ambivert or I'm both, you know? I think something I've noticed is people that have a tendency to, to say like the observation of this friend that I was talking about that said that, right? I feel like they, these people that do say that, have a, I would describe them to be more analytical people, more like mm -hmm. data-based people. Yeah. Whereas for me, when I say stuff like that, and I feel like this is, I don't want to say the majority, but I just feel like when I talk about it, I always talk about it in the general sense because that's how I see it. It is a general, generic thing of a description. Yeah. And it, it's not like just because I say this, um, well, I lost my train of thought because my dad just interrupted. But I... Personality tests are general. Or like when I, yeah, when I talk about them, I, I don't mean it so literally. Like when people take sometimes words to be so literal, I'm like, mm. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a fun one to edit. Um, <laughs> Like, when people take words to be so literal, like, I get it. Like, they words have a lot of weight, and they do. They're very powerful tools, and how you use them, you should be wise about the things that you say. And that's why in the Bible it says, like, slow to speak. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, sure, be be mindful of the things that you say and don't just say stuff willy-nilly just because you can. But at the same time, like, just chill. <laughs> 
bad then, T. <laughs> a little bit. Now my two perspectives coming out. Yoinks, yoinks. <laughs> yoinks. But, Allison, do you have any words to say? Yeah, no, I get it. At the end of the day, I mean, yeah, they're, at the end of the day, there are always going to be people who would take it really seriously. But at the same time, I'd say the majority of people are doing it just for fun. And, like, I don't even remember. Like, you can take the test and you'll remember your result, but you don't remember, like, every single trait that it's defining you as. Right. right? So it's just, like, I think it's just more of a social thing. It's just a discussion point. It is, and it's a fun one. Yeah. I feel like, if anything, I don't want to use this as a label for me. But that's just because that's how my brain is. But, mm-hmm. like, I feel like the best way to understand me and my tendencies was probably just to look up an ADHD person. <laughs> <laughs> like, there are so many times, or not so many, but there have been a couple times when you would tell me, like, oh, like, I'm thinking of that last example with the vocal stimming thing. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> like, Allison saw, like, what, a TikTok or a reel or it was what a is TikTok, it? TikTok, I think. Yeah, and she saw a TikTok, and then she's just like, oh, like, ADHD, what, what was it? Can you say it? I saw... Oh, I don't remember. I the TikTok was basically like when my ADHD friend is like vocal stimming and then I vocal stim back way harder or something like that. And so then I just looked up what vocal stimming was and it's basically just like when people make sounds with their mouths or talk like and say random words just to like stimulate themselves and keep themselves entertained, I guess. Maybe that's why I sing also randomly all the time. Maybe. But also like in my very short Google search, it said that vocal stimming is not like it's not one of the traits that is used to define if someone or like diagnose if someone has ADHD. Not to diagnose, but like my whole point to that is just like the different tendencies and characteristics that they may do. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just like the chemicals in my brain and how it's developed. Mm-hmm. And also, that's not to say that I have all of them because like either I've worked on it mm-hmm. and like it's no longer something that you'll honestly see in me or if you do, it's just not as prominent or like different things like that. But like more, I guess what I'm trying to say is I feel like I always... I've talked about ADHD a good amount on this podcast, but I just think it's, like, something that's nice to shine a light on, but also I never mean to say, like, that's my identity. Like, that's just something or or something to use an excuse about. It's just something that helps the other person understand. Yeah. Like, you are not ADHD, but it is a part of you. Yeah. Like, it's not all of you, but it helps explain parts of you. Yeah. So there's, like, different things and just, like, the whole point of this podcast episode was just that, you know, a lot of descriptions or the way you may describe yourself, it doesn't have to be so black and white like some of these personality, or not even black and white, but just like, I don't know how I'm trying to say this. so seriously. Yeah, basically, that is what I'm trying to say. It's not that deep and it's not that serious and people change, so the test results are not always accurate. Yeah, and, like, how you take it, the state you take it in. Like, there's so many variables. For sure. Yeah. Dude, this this one went by so fast. It really did. I can't believe we're already at... So, right now, we see at 43, but it might go down because, honestly, I'm going to have to edit out, edit out a, lot, a lot of things. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make... There was a lot of foul play during this podcast recording. I didn't mean to make so many um so many call-outs at one particular person. It's okay, but I think it'll be fun if we're able to get that person on here. And I, I feel like it'll just be a, a discussion between you two, and I'll just be, like, in the background, like, mm, Why mm. are you saying that person? <laughs> 
I don't know. Say your boyfriend, like a normal girl. We're going to see if we can get him on. Get her boyfriend on. <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast as a guest. Maybe that's another thing. A boyfriend is a label and it's just so hard to say. Oh, just so he's not, he's, he is not your boyfriend. He just can appear to be your boyfriend sometimes <laughs> or can act like your boyfriend sometimes. <laughs> I see, I see, I see. So you guys, are you guys dating? Or you guys just show like you're dating sometimes? Tense. Am I allowed to say I am dating? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and that's a tea. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Should we end it there? Oh, five stars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rate us five stars. This one is a goofy one. Rate us five stars or else you are a booby. Oh. <laughs> podcast boobies Actually, oh my bye boobies i like that and people that haven't listened all the way to the end won't know but the people that do and are loyal will know what boobies are yes we can call our listeners boobies yes <laughs> boobies <laughs> the Venn diagram is too boobies. <laughs> okay we need to stop this bye goodbye <laughs>